everyone knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. 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 This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. And we are underway. World Series of Poker 2017 uh, got underway this morning with the Casino Employees Tournament at 11 a.m. Uh, 2 p.m. our time, so not very, not too very long ago. Uh, but they got underway with the traditional first tournament with uh, dealers and floor people playing. It's always a lot of fun. Yeah, I I know three people that have that. One of them, I mean, two of them flew out on Tuesday. One flew out on Monday out there for that. Phyllis. I Phyllis is Phyllis one is of playing? them. Phyllis is definitely one of them. And how about uh, George? Uh, George was going out there also, and um, George I saw is working the floor at uh, Mardi Gras. Yeah, he was supposed to become dual raid over yeah, there. So. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, he's very interested in that, and I'm glad for it. Um, but the World Series kicks off today, and the uh, first big tournament this afternoon. Actually, getting off right about the time we're doing the show, and that is. Uh, uh, the tag team championship, the 10,000 tag team, which is uh, pretty interesting. Uh, not the one uh, that uh, Dr. Cardner talked about last yes, week. She's playing she in the said that was a little too rich for her blood right there. <laughs> but certainly uh, a great tournament. Uh, last year's tag team won by uh, Doug Polk and Ryan Fee. And, of course, they were uh, starting a brand-new website called Upswing Poker. And, uh, the two won- people that yeah, won last year? Yeah, and they won and, and gave great promotion to their site. Uh, Doug is doing a lot of uh, YouTube videos and uh, Facebook videos and uh, doing very well with it. So uh, they'll be back most likely to defend their title. We'll run down some of those teams. There were some interesting uh, matchups that I saw. And, of course, as they sit down to the table, they'll be doing the updates out there uh, today for that tournament to, uh, to kind of see who, who's in it. But uh, um, one thing I want to talk about tonight is the Super High Roller Bowl, which has been uh, played over the last few days. Today is day four. They will finish up tomorrow. But they're playing down to the final table today. Uh, actually, they played down to the final table last night, and they are playing down to three today and will finish up tomorrow. But that is a tournament at the Aria, a uh, big tournament that uh, uh, attracted uh, 56 of the top players in the world. Uh, you got high businessmen, uh, uh, high-stakes uh, businessmen. you got uh, big-name players, a couple celebrities, including Kevin Hart, who really was the star of the show for some of the uh, <laughs> the stuff I watched. Uh, I'll get into some of that tonight, but... Uh, uh, there's a brand new app called Poker Go, which is put out by Poker Central, and they kick things off with the Super High Roller Bowl tournament, uh, giving uh, day one for free, and then you have to have the subscription to get the other days. I went ahead and got the subscription. It's $99 for the year, $10 a month if you want to pay monthly. So I went ahead and got that for my tablet so I could watch uh, some of the action. They're also going to pick up a, a big chunk of the main event, so... Uh, if you have that app, you'll be allowed to see a, a lot of poker over the summer. Now, is it, the are summer. they going to have commentary on it, or you just yeah, watching it was, the action uh, as, it, as it unfolds? No, it was uh, Ali Najad and uh, Nick Schulman uh, doing the commentary. Uh, Maria Ho is on their uh, their feed. Uh, they talk with a lot of players. There's it's it's really great coverage, and it is a slight delay, I guess, whatever thirty minutes or whatever. But uh, certainly, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I want to talk about the tournament a little bit because I watched a good bit of it on day one, and then I picked up a little bit here and there. But uh, certainly we've seen some great action and some uh, great hands. And Kevin Hart really kind of was the star of the show. It was a lot of fun to to watch him. One of the one of the funniest comedians out there right now. Yes. Uh, man who's come, become very rich. I hear numbers <laughs> in like seventy five, eighty million dollars that he might have made last year. But yeah, well, uh, he was in well, how many pictures? He's, yeah, he's in the movies. He's in the movies too with. Uh, uh, Adam Sandler, I guess, and, and uh, with the Rock, the Rock, and all and all those. So uh, certainly um, adds a lot to the game, and and uh, we'll get into that in just a minute. I do want to look at the uh, World Series of Poker schedule the first week, and we'll uh, talk about some of that. Um, instead of the uh, fantasy teams, which we really didn't uh, do much ahead of time, and and, and uh, it's kind of a lot of work for <laughs> keeping up with it and t- keeping score and everything. So I thought I would try something different this year, and we'll get into that a little bit later as well. And I'll look at this column that's on Poker News called uh, World Series of Poker Staff Predictions. And they have about five or six different topics, and they make their picks on 
who's going to win the uh, Poker Players Championship, uh, who will, will there be a female champion this year, who will it be, uh, all kinds of things. Who will go on the first Twitter rant of the, of the series, uh, will there be a big problem with the uh, some of the new rules, including the, the fact that people can call the clock a lot easier this year, and will that create a problem or not? And then who will be the first... Uh, um, the first champions for some of the major events, the the overall champion player of the year, and uh, what kind of trends are we looking at this year? So ask. we'll we'll make our picks too. I'll okay. go down what they picked, and you'll either decide if you agree with one of them or you want to pick one of your own, and we'll okay. we'll keep a we'll keep a little tally on that that'll, this year. That'll instead. work just to keep it a little interesting. Just to keep it fun. Seven eight. Uh, they also had the fantasy draft last night. Uh, the the twenty five thousand dollar entry and the uh, teams were picked last night. We'll look at some of those teams. Uh, Daniel Negreanu picked himself. Uh, <laughs> I guess not a total surprise, but uh, he's been in it. Every I would have picked him too. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a good pick. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about a few things tonight, including the series and the Super High Roller Bowl, which uh, really is a great event. Uh, you know, obviously completely separate from the Rio. It's at the Aria and. Uh, uh, some really nice TV coverage and, and really kind of got people interested to get out there a few days early and get their, their summer kicked off. Yeah, let me tell you. And, and, and it's not just the Ari also. Doesn't the Wynn also have a great uh, tournament while the WSL The Wynn has going the, uh, the uh, what is it called? The, uh, oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, it's it's uh, another big tournament out there in series. And, of course, they all do. They all have great uh competitions and, and festivals, and, uh, you know, it's certainly uh, ranked below the World Series itself, but guys are out but there looking out for there. something different. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And some of those prize pools are extremely uh, impressive, you know, that they have for some of these other tournaments. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll certainly uh, go through all of this stuff tonight. We'll talk about a lot of different things, and uh, we'll get into it. Uh, a lot of changes this year out there. I talked about a few of them last week. Uh, some of the main uh, changes, well, the live coverage is going to be huge uh, this year. Uh, the ESPN and ESPN2 are going to have uh, quite a bit of coverage over the main event. And, uh, and of course, the big changes to November 9 is no longer, and they will play out to a champion on June, July 22nd. What are we going to talk about when it comes to October and November? <laughs> probably the probably the Seminole Hard Rock Poker Open, I guess, for, for a big chunk of that. And uh, we'll have to come up with something new. I'm sure they will. And obviously, uh, World Series of Poker Europe is, is ripe for expansion and uh, more attention. Uh, maybe they'll return to that uh, WSOP uh, Australia did, Pacific uh, Coast. Did uh, they come up with tournament? a specific reason for the for them not coming? You know, not returning back with the November. I 9th? think it kind of just ran its course. There was a lot of criticism. A lot of people saying they didn't really want to wait. Uh, you know, they they didn't quite uh, fulfill what they thought they were going to do as far as promotion. And you mentioned that last week, that you thought there was a great opportunity maybe that was missed somewhere along well, the way. Well, you know, and it's funny because I remember the first year they implemented this, Dave, and I didn't like it because as a poker player I would say, man, I'm in the zone. I want to continue playing, you know, cooling off for four months. But, you know, obviously as we've spoken to some of our guests over the years and, and seeing how they do this and get this ready for November, you know, I – I kind of really look forward to that, and and I and I, you know, you imagine yourself as one of those November Niners, and you know, you kind of kind of like the way you're almost treated like a celebrity when you're going to any other places. And this, I just think they could have really used this to promote the hell out of yeah. this by having these nine players, you know, represent themselves like 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 poker poker royalty, you know, for the final table and uh Yeah, absolutely. I enjoy, I like I said I wasn't a fan of it when it first started, but I became a fan of it quickly, so now I'm kind of going to miss it not not being there. Yeah, it's it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment, no question. Uh speaking of people making uh, uh big strides in promotion and uh promoting their uh brand, uh, this guy from uh, King's Casino, Rosvadov, which was uh, the oh, place that Stacy went yeah. to play and took on uh, William Kasuf there this summer or this this uh, spring, uh, is a, a major sponsor now of the World Series of Poker. They're going to be carrying the World Series of Poker Europe this year, hosting the event. Uh, the owner, who uh, Stacy talked about a little bit, Leon Sukernik, uh, is a very good player himself and is now, I believe, at the final table of the uh, Super High Roller Bowl. So uh, it's pretty interesting as well. But they are uh, sponsoring the Player of the Year this year, uh, which will award a seat into the 2018 main event. 
and uh, they will also get a seat in the uh, World Series of Poker Europe, Europe main event later in the year. So a uh, whole new um, point system for that. Uh, we'll talk about that down the road when, when things are going. They're not going to use the GPI formula anymore, but have their own uh, promotional uh mathematical system to uh, determine player of the year and some we always have fun here in the media keeping an eye on who's leading who's right there who needs uh, one more final <laughs> table to crack into the the top five or something like that so we'll have fun uh, covering some of that but there will be the live coverage this year which we're looking forward to uh the espn set actually has moved this year into brasilia that was always in the amazon and they have changed the setup out there i'm kind of looking forward to checking that out when i'm out there um, they will uh, have the TV set and also uh, 30 additional poker tables. So that's uh, the new final table and day three restart location. Uh, that's a little bit different. Um, a lot of the day one stuff will be in the Amazon room. Uh, there's also a new ballroom called the Miranda, which wasn't used very much before, that's going to have uh, 45 poker tables in it and used mostly for daily deep stacks, which is their cash games uh, throughout the day. Uh, usually three of them throughout that day. Uh, the pavilion stage and, and the stage in the pavilion room is going to be used as a uh, food and uh, table setup, food and drink. Uh, the poker kitchen uh, also changes a little bit. Uh, we do have the clock rule change that's uh, supposed to increase the hands per hour. Uh, and I want to talk about that in just a second. But, uh, uh, of course, besides the live streaming, Poker News is returning as the live reporters, and I got a little couple comments about that as well, because after two years, the WSOP doing it on, on its own, the guys from Poker News, who are the best in the business, are back doing the live reporting, and we'll see a lot of that. Uh, different financial things, uh, you know, they they don't accept credit cards at the cage, but they do have an online registration system from Bravo, and uh, there also will be kiosks, fast-track kiosks on site at the Rio. And credit card limits have been raised to 10000 per transaction. So a lot of people will be uh, taking advantage of that. There's new tournaments as well, the Giant this year, the Marathon, uh, the Mixed Big Bet event, and, uh, and several other things. And uh, we'll be watching all of that as we move along. July 8th starts the main event. Uh, ESPN2 will carry Day 1A from 4 to 8 and Day t- uh, 1B from 2 to 6. In the afternoon, there'll be a day off. There'll be no coverage of Day 1C on on, uh, ESPN, but there will be on Poker Central. And uh, July 11th starts Day 2s. Day uh, 2A and 2B will be on ESPN in the evening. And uh, the next day, Day 2C will be also in the evening on ESPN. So uh, looking forward to a great series. Should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that uh, ESPN is getting back into showing this, like, not to say in real time, but very close to real time. Yeah, and they'll still have know? some tape shows later on, which they're so good at. And, uh, you know, some people may just want to wait for that. But a lot of people that want to watch the action as it's happening or very close to when it's happening and can learn a lot from it uh, certainly will enjoy that main event. Yeah, I, I, I you know, like I said, I haven't watched much of it other than the final table over the last few years. Uh, but the format for this year is going to definitely intrigue me to watch this uh, a lot sooner. Before we get into the Super High Roller Bowl, I did want to uh, mention a couple things. Uh, uh, Pennsylvania is uh, moving forward with some online gambling bills in their uh, Senate. Uh, It passed by a uh, vote of 38 to 12, the the entire Senate. So we had talked about some of the committees that had passed it along, uh, the Community Economic and Recreational Development Committee, Passed it along on 11 to 3 vote. The Appropriations Committee on a 24 to 2 vote. So a lot of support for this this year. Uh, well, in the, in the didn't we discuss that that they had already uh, anticipated this going in, and uh, included the revenue that they were anticipating from this in their budget? Yeah, it kind of were forced into it. The funny thing is, is the tax rate is simply oppressive in this bill. 54 percent. And that's on uh, slots and blackjack and casino games. Uh, the rate is is different on uh, poker, only 16%. So, you know, if they break it up, uh, who knows? I mean, maybe, they, maybe that's their way of kind of limiting, uh, you know, online table games online and uh, opening things up for poker. But... Uh, We'll see what happens. That 54 is very strong. Yeah, that's, a, that's a huge thing. 16 for online poker is, is in my opinion, very reasonable. Except that I, I think that is the same rate that they charge the uh, brick-and-mortar casinos. 16%? No, 54. Oh, 
54. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> they were bitching and moaning when it was fifty percent here when uh, Jeb Bush was governor, and it's been reduced to thirty-five right. since then. Right. But uh, fifty-four. Yeah. Well, Woo. we'll see. Uh, it's built uh, Bill two seventy-one. It will move on to the House now, where uh, there'll most likely be some amendments, and and we'll see. But this is about as far as uh, we've come in in last several years of a state really getting close to maybe doing something. Yeah, and I was reading, I'm, I can't remember where, that New York was also moving very aggressively going forward with trying to get online bills, and the only issues they were having was some of the casinos upstate. Uh, you know, so, uh, listen, if we could get Pennsylvania and New York to, to open the doors for online gaming, I think that, I believe we could get the rest of the United States coming in in the next, um, whatever, few years and get that liquidity up as our friend Mr. Casper liked to say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Poker Central has launched that uh, new streaming video subscription service, which I mentioned earlier in the show. Uh, it's called Poker Go. You can go to PokerCentral.com and uh, get a link there and sign up. $99 for the year if you pay for the entire year in advance or $10 per month uh, with the WSOP coverage. And it started off with the uh, with the Super High Roller Bowl, which uh, was some great stuff. There will also be some coverage of the uh, high roller for one drop and uh, about a dozen other additional bracelet events. So uh, uh, we'll check that out. But that all started on uh, Sunday, uh, was day one. And uh, there was Kevin Hart right on the feature table. Uh, Sitting on his right was Phil Hellmuth. Sitting on his left, Justin Bonomo. Or no, actually on his right was Bonomo, and two to the right was Hellmuth. And... uh, Really kind of an interesting table. Carrie Katz was on that table. Um, and uh, one of the big hands early, uh, pretty early in the event, uh, Phil had uh, pocket tens. Bonomo had eight six of hearts. And Hart had pocket sevens. So you look for some fireworks here a little bit, especially since Bonomo re-raised Helmuth. With eight six. With eight six. Uh, so Kevin Kevin folded, which was uh, it turned out to be the very smart move because the flop came seven nine ten. So the two guys hit their their set and he hits the straight and he hits the straight right in the middle. So you know not looking like quite the maniac that he first appeared to be. Of course uh, Phil got knocked. Phil didn't get knocked out, but Phil got very much crippled. Uh, he got it in pretty big, and not all in, but he had some pretty big bets, and of course, Bonomo's not going anywhere with a straight. Yeah. Uh, so Phil was immediately knocked down with a lot of people up around 500,000 chips. what happened with the, pot, with the set of sevens? Sevens folded, but uh, he, it, it was funny because Hart was just like jumping for joy that he had uh, escaped, you know, because I'm sure he thought about going in early. And, and what, Did they show what his hand was? Well, he had the sevens. Oh, oh, it was Kevin, Kevin Hart with the sevens. Kevin I, had the sevens. I'm sorry, I thought it was somebody else. Yeah, so Kevin I, I, with the had the sevens. Oh, okay. So uh, oh, that's a great fold. Yeah, so it was, uh, and he played very well. Uh, and very interesting uh, to watch him play. Uh, of course, you know he, he's not lacking for uh, quips and barbs at the table and and fun, but uh, you know he was having a great time. And of course, Phil had uh, been interviewed earlier in the show and talked about how he, he told, was getting a total lack of respect around the poker community, and you know for a guy who, as he put it, was the best player in the world and uh, has the most bracelets and this and that. He said, you know, he's really disappointed to see he wasn't getting any respect from a lot of other players. And I guess you know when a guy goes raises you with eight uh, six. Uh, you know, adds a little credence to that. But uh, I think people like getting under Phil's skin. And uh, uh, he was very upset. Of course, Kevin Hart was just, you know, taking it to him, rubbing it in. And I was having a great time watching it. But uh, uh, the thing Kevin said was, he goes, he goes, I'm not good enough to not laugh at that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was one of the funny things. As it turns out, Kevin uh, eventually knocked Phil out. He was the one who eliminated Phil. And also, on day two, eliminated Fader Holtz. Wow. So, pretty two impressive giants. playing. Two yeah. giants. Uh, anyway, the leader at the end of day one was Byron Coverman. And uh, he came onto that feature table about halfway through the night. 
Fader Holtz was up there very high uh, at the end of day two, but ended up getting knocked out. I guess it was day three that he got knocked out. But the whole list of players here from early in uh, uh, Leon Sukernik uh, was second in chips at the end of day one. Uh, let's see. Dan Coleman kind of right in the middle of the pack. Uh, Jason uh, Mercier was playing. Negreanu playing toward the, and it was toward the bottom of the stacks. Uh, Bryn Kenny was at that feature table, too. He was uh, another big name that was in there. And uh, the coverage was great. It was a lot of fun. And uh, How deep did Kevin go? Kevin went out on day two. Uh, they talk about how he was really you know, lighting up the, the live stream and really made things interesting. He talked about some of his strategy. Uh, his strategy was baby steps. He says you can't do it all in one day, but, uh, you know, again, I, he just wanted to get past day two. I don't have exactly how he got knocked out, but uh, I'll look that up and see if we can come back to that. Anyway, uh, it it was fun, and they are now down to the final table. So uh, Justin Bonomo is still in, and we'll give you the old chip counts. So I'll check that out on the break, and when we come back, we'll talk about that a little more. Perfect. Anyway, let's take our first break on the program. Uh, World Series of Poker underway, as I mentioned, with the casino uh, tournament. We'll look up some of that stuff. We'll talk about uh, what's happening in week one. And, uh, you know, a lot of other things about uh, surrounding what's happening out there in Vegas. But there's so much going on now. And for a while, people just kind of uh, folded up their tents and let uh, the World Series uh, just rake in all the action. But people are uh, going head-to-head with them now with a lot of big tournaments. Out there in Vegas, uh, a lot of rooms down here are going to be suffering for a few weeks. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Uh, By the way, as we go to break, I'll just let you know that the Seminole Hard Rock uh, last night on May the 30th closed up their poker room uh, as that whole area being torn down and the uh, brand new Seminole Paradise uh, being put together. The hotel uh, is certainly on the way, the guitar-shaped hotel, which is going to be fabulous. And a whole new area with probably a lot of new businesses, probably some returnees also as well. But they decided to move the poker room for the next year and a half into the uh, ballroom. They're going to put cut the ballroom in half from the, what it was in the, some of the major tournaments, so it's not that whole big massive ballroom, but they are going to uh, go ahead and uh, and be located in there, and then they reopen uh, sometime tomorrow, June 1st. Yeah, I noticed I noticed the cranes out there driving home the other night. <laughs> Late at night, I was able to see the cranes out there before dark. So, what did you think of their poker room? I don't know how much time you spent in there, but I didn't spend. They a did whole have the second floor where they could have some separate tournaments upstairs. Uh, do you remember when they first opened? It was called. It was a sports bar called the Park. Yeah, yeah, that's where. And it was and a great they, sports they bar. They closed the sports bar, and that's where they moved the poker room in. From right inside those doors that are right near that that liquor place. I mean that uh, that sports bar. Right. If uh, also different uh, on the other side of the uh, uh, the valet parking is the Seminole Way garage. Kind of a different entrance you need since it's so far back from the main entrance. You, it's best that you use a different uh, uh, parking garage, maybe that you used in the past, not the Lucky Street or uh, the Winners uh, Casino, but uh, the Winners Parking, but. Uh, the Seminole Way is probably the best way to go. Yep. Well, I'm just very curious. I can't wait to see till they start uh, putting up that hotel because I'm curious to see how nice this is going to be. And they did announce their uh, Seminole Hard Rock Poker Open schedule. There will be a big four again, and we'll uh, get to some of that. Probably not tonight, but later uh, in the month and talk about some of the schedule there. It's uh, The main event is going to be a $3 million guarantee. I think I did mention that last week. Yep. Uh, started off at 10 the first two years, and then the last, I believe, three years was a $5 million guarantee. This year will be a $3 million because of the uh, heavy competition around the country. Anyway, uh, we'll talk more about uh, what happened in the uh, Super High Roller Bowl and what's going on and where they stand right now as they finish up uh, uh, toward the end of that tournament. An excellent tournament and uh, great coverage on uh, PokerGo. So check out the new app. It's certainly worth your $10 a month. I'm, I'm uh, pretty sure of that, so we'll see what happens. Anyway, let's take a break on the show. You're listening to Poker Action Line. You can always pick us up on uh, Hold'em Radio Network. Uh, it's one of our favorite places, and, of course, SoundCloud, along with other uh, venues that we uh, get the show to you. And we'll have more of tonight's show when we return here on Poker Action Line. This is Poker Action Line. 
This is Big Dave for PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Want to know what's really cool? Your charitable tax-deductible donation every time you play. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com, the feel-good gateway to fun and prizes. Play free. Learn our system. Get 50,000 free chips and play for prizes. Play for scholarships that benefit Caribbean students. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. Take it from Big Dave. A win for you is a donation to Caribbean education. PlaceYourChipsCaribbean.com. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to mooch off your friends. You gonna finish that grape? You mean the one in my mouth? You don't need to stop buying the necessities. What you're smelling is a natural musk. Ew. You don't need to be a medical test subject. How do you feel? Mostly okay. I... <laughs> Sometimes, though. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. All right, deal. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Listen, the World Series is unlike any other event in poker. It's comparable to any other event in, in a major sport where the atmosphere is just hundreds of, you know, hundreds and thousands of people just who are, love poker and love to be there and love to play and love the game, and you're surrounded by it for six weeks. Now, six weeks is tough, is tough to do. Not everyone can travel there for six weeks. Not everyone can necessarily afford to be there for six weeks or want to be there for six weeks. But I definitely encourage people to go there and experience what it's like. It, it's hard to explain. There's nothing like it. It's so fun. It's a room. I watch people walk in the World Series room all the time who have clearly never been there before. And they just stop at the entrance for about 30 seconds and just take a look at the room because they're so astonished at the enormity of the room. Welcome back to the show. That's Chris Bolek, who uh, I'm sure is uh, headed out there now. Or if not, he's sure not there. He's there already. I'm sure he probably is. But uh, Chris has cut back on some of his playing, I know, over the last uh, year and uh, six months or so. And uh, kind of interesting. Uh, I think he did say he was going out there for pretty much the whole time. But uh, did I tell you I saw uh, Michael Moed? And, uh, no, went and his to, wife? Went to the store. No, oh, you went to the store? Yeah, it's still there, and it's now a... Uh, um, a smoothie, smoothie place. Smoothie place. That's yeah. why I thought they had sold it because I didn't stop in there. Yeah, I went in there to get some cupcakes, and they, were, they don't sell cupcakes anymore. And uh, you know, it's called Sweet Times. It's called now. I think it's called. Uh, <laughs> Did he tell you why he switched? No, I guess it just wasn't wasn't making it anymore. You know, uh, it's obviously been a move away from sweets and uh, uh, sugar and stuff like that. A lot of people so. It did have its niche, but uh, I tell you what, I had a I had the peanut butter and jelly smoothie, which was awesome. <laughs> Blueberry and uh, peanut butter, and oh, it's great. It was. Uh, uh, we'll have him come on and talk about that uh, a little bit uh, later in the summer. He said he would uh, be making a couple trips out there, and was going to play a couple of events. And uh, Angela will play in the main, and uh, obviously their 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 baby is four now. So, uh, you know, they, they're they they're pretty busy with uh, family life and the business and everything. And uh, I've gotten a little bit away from poker from what they uh, told me. but uh, That's what raising a child sometimes does to you. But Michael's a tremendous uh, Omaha 8 player, and I'm sure he'll... I don't know if he's headed out for this first event, which is this week. But that leads us to the, uh, uh, the schedule this year. And we'll talk a little bit about what's happening. Of course, we mentioned the casino employees, the tag team, the $10,000 tag team championship. Uh, started today, and uh, pretty interesting teams. Uh, uh, last year we had the Littles playing together, uh, Jonathan Little playing with his parents, and uh, that was very interesting. And then also uh, we've had a few other uh, uh, celebrity-type teams. Uh, Jeff Gross and uh, a couple other guys are playing together, and they brought in Michael Phelps this year to play this, the Olympic swimmer. So he is a very uh, a very good poker player, no question about it. And uh, 
you know, certainly not on that level, but uh, a good guy, and from what I hear, a pretty good player. So we'll see what happens uh, with him in there. But uh, I'll have to get to some of these teams. I don't have it handy right now, but uh, we'll take a look at that and uh, and talk about it. But um, the other things going on this week, tomorrow is a big day. Thursday, uh, two events, the $3,000 No Limit Hold'em Shootout, 2,000-player uh, max, and they'll have, uh, obviously, those tables breaking down with the winners moving on. Uh, always an interesting tournament. And then the 3 p.m. tournament is uh, the $1,500 Omaha High Low 8 or better. Uh, the Colossus starts on Friday. There will be six opening sessions, uh, two on Friday, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. First uh, event starts at uh, 10 a.m., and then uh, the second event's on those three days at 4 p.m. And last year we had, uh, I think, 22,000 entries, so yep. that'll be a huge tournament. Also on Friday is the... High roller for one drop, uh, $111,111 is the buy-in. One re-entry during the uh, open entry uh, period. That starts at 3 p.m. and will be a four-day event. Uh, that, again, starts on Friday. Saturday will be uh, you know some of the weekend warriors coming into town. Uh, mixed triple draw low ball will be on uh, um, Saturday the 3rd at 3 p.m. There will be uh, uh, Ace-5 low, low ball, uh, Deuce-7 low ball, and Badoogie will be the three events uh, mixed together there. That is something uh, that's pretty interesting and new. Uh, the 333 online event will start on Saturday at 333. <laughs> and that will be uh, Saturday the 3rd. June 4th is Sunday, and that will be the $10,000 Omaha high-low. So... Both our good friends, Michael uh, Moed and uh, Mark Perlman, uh, if so inclined, can play both of those uh, within a span of four days to kick things off here for the series. Uh, then next week, uh, early in the week, Monday, is the $1,000 tag team, which uh, Dr. Tricia Cardner uh, tells, tells us she is going to play in with uh, Jordan Young, she said, uh, this year. That is on Monday, starting at 11 a.m., and then uh, later that day on Monday is the $1,500 Dealer's Choice six-handed event uh, with about 19 different games wow, that you can to choose be from. offered. <laughs> yeah, you can do Badusi, Badoogie, Badesi, uh, those limited, those uh, ones that are very close there, uh, the Big O, uh, Omaha High-Low, and then uh, all kinds of triple-draw games, uh, seven-card stud, high-low, uh, just high and Raz and all kinds of games. Anyway, that's that's uh, certainly uh, someone who could really prove that they know them all. <laughs> Nineteen. That's going to be tough. Uh, have you ever played in a, in a big mixed-handed event no, like that? I guess horse. Mixed match was horse that you and I did down at uh, the WSOP at Palm right, Beach. Right. Right. <laughs> I used to love playing uh, horse tournaments online, also. But, you know, I, I have not played. Like I said, remember when we had Bernard Lee, not this recent time, a few weeks ago, but going back about a year and a half ago that he was talking about, you know, the strategy for Deuce 7 low ball and stuff like that. I have not had the opportunity to play that. That's not a game that's spread really down here. Yeah. Well, we'll find it interesting. The Heads Up Championship, the $10,000 Heads Up, is starts next Wednesday. Uh, some other uh, big games, just strictly PLO 565 is Friday, June 9th. And the Giants starts on June 9th also. That is a Friday. Uh, five consecutive Friday nights in the evening at 7 p.m. will be the day ones. And uh, it's a 365 buy-in. So, uh, you know, people that are out there for the whole summer can play it many times, uh, qualify different hands. They or play down to the money. You, you, you get into the, you know, you get past that first Friday, you can come home and then go back for day I two. I guess you could do that as well because day two does not uh, start until July 8th. So uh, that gets underway June 9th, five consecutive Fridays, and uh, then they'll return for day two on July 8th. Uh, the Millie Maker is uh, Saturday, June 10th. Uh, the Marathon, which is a $2,620 no-limit hold'em tournament with 26,200 starting chips. Uh, that will be Monday, June 12th. Raz is on uh, Tuesday, June the 13th. And the Horse Tournament uh, is June the 15th. So all that stuff coming along. Uh, we'll get to some uh, predictions in just a little bit uh, in our final segment. But uh, I want to get back to the, uh, the Super High Roller Bowl. Rainer, Reiner Kempe was the winner last year, 
And uh, he got knocked out, uh, so he will not have a defending champion in there winning again. But uh, what's your thoughts about Kevin Hart playing in this event? Well, first of all, you seem to have enjoyed it. Uh, And if you enjoyed it, I'm sure a lot of people enjoyed that. And it's nice to see someone who has his popularity and, you know, and, and, and can bring a whole new group of people that maybe necessarily would never even turn on a TV channel to watch to watch poker players, but will turn in to see Kevin and, and then obviously hopefully fall in love with the game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and to bust Helmuth and Fader Holtz, the tournament has been uh, uh, pretty funny, though. Uh, Holtz had pocket queens and uh, uh, got it all in the hard head pocket aces. <sighs> Wow, okay, he got cooler on that hand. <laughs> I did check and see what hand he got knocked out on. He had ace-jack, and he ran into the kings of Brian Rast. Okay. Uh, some of the other players uh, not getting knocked out on day two, Dan Coleman, Ike Haxton, David Peters, Bryn Kenny, Doug Polk, and uh, Tony G. So they came back. Day three, they played down to the money bubble, uh, which is just outside the final table. And uh, going into the final eight, which is what I have here in my story, and that is uh, Jake Schindler, who is from down here, lives down here. He was the chip leader with over four million chips. Christoph Vogelsang in second, Byron Koverman third, Stefan Schilhabel in fourth, Leon Sukernik that we mentioned in fifth, Pratyas Budiga in in sixth, Justin Bonomo seventh, Jason Kuhn. And that was your final eight. So uh, we'll kind of check on it during the break. Didn't get a chance to look that up yet. But uh, we'll be following that along as they uh, play from down from uh, the final table of of six to three and, and finish things up. Very good. So we'll look forward to uh, all the action of the World Series of Poker. And uh, um, I wanted to talk just a little bit about Leon Sukernik because uh, they did a story about him. And obviously uh, for him... Uh, the prize money isn't a big deal. This guy right. has lots of money. He owns this huge casino uh, in the Czech Republic, which is uh, right near the border of Germany. Uh, he's from Prague originally, and uh, therefore was a very kind of fast and loose player in, in this tournament and uh, worked very well for him. But uh, he said, obviously, I, money's not uh, a problem for me. He said, I'm very poker-oriented, but uh, time is the limi- limiting uh factor for him in playing events so uh, he's 43 years old and he took three weeks off to come over and play poker and uh, they certainly want to spend that time promoting uh, their casino which which Stacy spoke so highly of a few weeks ago here on the show and a lot of people are uh, very much into it he's won a high roller before in Prague and uh, certainly uh, the six million dollar first prize would be nice but to him he says it's secondary yeah, well, that that gives you an idea. When when six million is secondary to to anything else, that just lets you know how much money this man is worth. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the final segment, again, I might have mentioned we have some uh, predictions for the World Series. Uh, I did want to mention that the World Poker Tour. A lot of times they're kind of silent during this period. They finish their big events down here before the World Series, and then they go and they play some big events in Europe. The new season, season sixteen, is underway. And uh, they already have played in Beijing and also in Amsterdam. So uh, right now they're on hiatus, but uh, they use this time to kind of uh, keep themselves in the news by promoting their schedule uh, toward the end of the year. Uh, it doesn't go into next year where we'll find out, you know, what the Hard Rock is doing. Yeah, that's and whether what I was just about involved. to ask you, if, they, if, if they've broken up their relationship with the Hard Rock now that they're associated with the No, I don't think that will happen, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, August 4th, they get back into action at uh, Choctaw in Oklahoma, and they will be uh, playing uh, then at the Legends of Poker at the Bike in Los Angeles. That starts on August 26th. Uh, August 4th is the uh, Choctaw event. September uh, sees them go into Atlantic City for the Borgata, and they will go back to Maryland Live for a big $3,500 main event. And then in October, they'll be back in Florida at Jacksonville, the WPT Best Bet Bounty Scramble. And I just watched that on TV last week, a pretty interesting tournament. There was a uh, firefighter from Macon, Georgia named Dickie Malone that uh, was at the final table, knocked out four players at the final table, and then uh, went head-to-head with uh, Sam Panzica, who was eventually the, the title holder. And I, I watched some of that event, and he was dominating 
I mean, not only knocking those other players out, but he had a nine million to two million chip lead on Panzeca at the final table. And this guy is, you know, unorthodox uh, would kind of be an understatement at some of the plays he made. He knocked Noah Schwartz out. He he knocked several other great players out. Now, did he knock them out with great hands, well, great reads, or getting lucky? Well, both. But I think he had a lot of luck, and okay. I think the luck finally so ran when out. Luck, when luck is is the is the major factor of you you know developing a four and a half to one chip lead, you know if that doesn't stay with you and you've got a great player against you, you know I don't know how long they they played heads up because I'm just commenting on what well, you just said. Well, it, it, it's funny, but it seemed to happen quickly. Although that can be skewed a little bit by how they uh, cut the show together, but there was a hand that uh, Mike Sexton found out pretty interesting that. Uh, Malone had pocket fives, and Panzeke had like ace-nine offsuit, maybe ace-ten, I can't remember exactly. But uh, he got Malone to fold when uh, Sexton thought he should have gone all in and taken a shot at the title. He had a good chip lead and, and could have given it a shot. Uh, he ends up folding that hand, and it was only seemed like about two or three hands later, they're about even in chips all of a sudden. And then Sam, uh, Sam Panzeke, who is a veteran, who's uh, won some tournaments down here in South Florida, eventually took over and, and went ahead. But I enjoyed that tournament a lot. It was kind of interesting to see that uh, guy who's kind of a, getting his one shot in the spotlight really taking advantage of it. And he did take advantage of it, but obviously from your comment that Mike Sexton made, uh, you know, it almost gets to a point where now you have such a commanding chip lead going into heads-up play that you're almost you're playing not to lose instead of to win. You know? Right, and, exactly. And, and that usually is a recipe for disaster. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that was that was something interesting. And the WPT is still a great uh, organization with a lot of interesting stuff. Uh, they'll finish out their year slowing down a little bit toward the end of the year, but they will go back to Montreal in November, November 10th. Uh, that was where Mike Sexton won his first title. And uh, then later this year, the first uh, woman to win an open event, uh, Emma Zajmovic, uh, went back and won there earlier this year. And then the Bellagio will host the Five Diamond Classic in December, as usual. So it looks pretty much like a very similar schedule to what they had. And... Uh, so their first tournament is not going to be now till August. They're taking now on August fourth. August fourth. Yeah. I guess Tony Dunst takes over for that. Tony night. Dunst will take over as the uh, lead commentator, uh, and Vince will still do the uh, color commentary. Perfect. With Lynn Gilmartin uh, at the desk. Well, we've heard Tony before. He's done a great job. Yeah, before, he's good. You know, but but we will we we will be missing Mike Sexton. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, when we come back, uh, we'll uh, close things out with some uh, predictions. And we'll see what Joe thinks. Uh, I'll make a prediction or two myself, and we'll uh, we'll kind of compare notes, and that'll be our competition this year between the two of us. But we'll have some fun, look at uh, what's uh, coming up, some interesting uh, uh, not only uh, predictions of events and winners and that sort of thing, but how certainly uh, parts of the game will be uh, accepted. And we don't really know for sure how that's going to work out, but it uh, should be some fun. Yep. Anyway, we'll do that when we come back. Don't forget the other places you can pick up the show uh, Stitcher Radio, the Stitcher app, is a great place to get podcasts. Also, besides the uh, uh, Hold'em uh, Radio Network, which is uh, hold'emradio.com, you can also find us on our website, pokeractionline.com. The Poker Fuse podcast page also carries our show, uh, and there's several other different places. Or you can just go to iTunes and search Poker Action Line uh, or Big Dave Lemon, and you pretty much uh, can find the show very easily there as well. Anyway, uh, we hope you'll pick us up every week. We'll try to get some guests from you from Vegas in the summer. Uh, I don't think if I do go out there, and I'm not sure if it's going to happen this year or not, but if I do, uh, it'll probably be toward the main event or later in the year, but we'll uh, always line up some guests when we get out there and have some great stuff to bring back. Anyway, we'll be back uh, close things out here in another edition of, show, of the show when we return on Poker Action Line. Uh, Big Dave and Joe here from South Florida. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. 
You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. A lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean, and you can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. WFO Radio NHRA Nitro is all about the NHRA Full Throttle Drag Racing Series. Join Joe at 7 p.m. Eastern each Tuesday night for the first edition of NHRA Nitro. Featuring the NHRA's Alan Reinhardt, Race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally every Tuesday night following NHRA national events. NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime on the WFO radio application and at WFORadio.com. And this is the final segment of the program. Big Dave and Joe here, another edition of Poker Action Line. Those, uh, the team uh, tag team champ championship, uh, I gave you that Michael Phelps team, Jeff Gross, the Magician, uh, and Brian Rast, all on a four-man team, uh, stacked with talent, obviously. Uh, let's see, Brian Hastings is uh, definitely playing in the event. Um, Bryn Kinney has a team with himself, Kitty Quo, and Jason Wheeler. Uh, Anthony Zeno playing with Alex Peterson, and Team Mizraki, Rob Mizraki, Michael Mizraki, John Raisner, and Hoyt Corkins. Those are, those are two very, very good teams There's right a there, pre- huh? pretty interesting team. Anyway, uh, a lot of great uh, stuff, and we'll be following that along. But that just got underway, so we don't have a whole lot of scores from that one. Um, I do want to get to the uh, Super High Roller Bowl. We'll get to that in just a second. But let's get to our uh, predictions. We'll get some of your thoughts, uh, and uh, we'll each... Uh, Put it up. It's something that uh, probably neither of us is much of a uh, expert on, and that is Twitter. Uh, the Twitter first Twitter rant of the series. Who will that come from? And uh, just to tell you, who the kind of thoughts that some of the writers say. Uh, Alan Kessler was uh, probably the number yeah, one choice. Saw, yeah. uh, Daniel Strelitz is also a safe bet. Uh, Kate Hall, who we uh, know is, will tweet a lot of different things. Uh, Negranu, because uh, he may want to be positive and promote it, may not be a negative rant, but a positive rant. And Doug Polk, who always uh, is tweeting, tweeting a lot of things out there. Well, you definitely have the more advantage yeah, on this, I w- since I don't really even I'll go with Kate Hall. It. I'll go with Kate Hall. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't expect you to, 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 to give a prediction on that one, but uh, we'll, we'll kind of save that off the list. But yeah. let's go on to uh, uh, ladies and talk about some of the ladies. Uh, who? How many? How many women will win open events? And we'll have this be a two-parter. How many women will win an open event this year? And who will be the first one? Well, I'm going to go out there and say two. Two, okay. Okay. And one thing we haven't heard much from Vanessa Selps since she made that bet last year at this time. Absolutely. Well, actually, she made it in January of last year. But uh, you know, with all of that happening. Maybe this, uh, it doesn't, I don't know if she's taking the year off, but, you know, you just haven't heard her. I'm hoping that she gets back up on top, and uh, maybe she'll be the first one to win. Well, I hope there are more, but I'm going to say one. That'll be my uh, choice for women. And uh, before you make your final choice, let me tell you what some of the experts said. Uh, the suggestion by a lot of them was Kristen Bicknell, who has uh, been playing very well, played well down here in South Florida this year. Lonnie Harwood uh, was uh one of the selections, Vanessa Selbst of another. 
Ite, Esther Taylor Brady, was a, was a choice of somebody, and Maria Ho, that Maria Ho has been involved in poker for a long time, uh, and we haven't seen her win a bracelet, and maybe that would be uh, really a kind of a just win for her. Juan Lu was the other one. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Emma Zajmovic, uh, who won the uh, World Series of Poker Tour or uh, the World Poker Tour event uh, in Montreal earlier this year. Uh, first women to win an open event there. To come back and be the first women, uh, not the first woman, but the first woman this year to, to win an open event would be uh, really a huge year for her. So I'm going to say Emma. And you want to stick with Subs? I'm going to stay with Subs. Listen, I, you know me, I, 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 I like uh, you know accomplished poker players until somebody new comes along. I mean, I'm sure all these these ladies are tremendous poker players and <laughs> I, nothing would make this show any happier if, the, if a bunch of them were happen to win open events, you know? But, yes, that's uh, true. But Vanessa, you know, up until that bet last year had been playing some outstanding poker for many years and who knows, maybe she's refocused or whatever is done. Maybe she was busy doing something else, but I'd love to see her get back on top of that game because she was exciting and fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, one of the third question was, how long before there's a big controversy regarding the new clock rules? And I won't ask you for a, for a day or anything on this, but uh, do you think we'll see a lot of controversy? Yes or no? Just give me a yes or uh, no on that. I, calling I the believe clock. calling the clock, will we see people come? No, I mean, not will you see people call the clock. Will you see a huge controversy, controversy surrounding that? It? Yes, I will say that because even though I believe that the majority of players, the large majority of players are in favor of the shorter clock. I believe that the reason we're going to have an issue with this is because people are going to kind of use it, I think, a little too much. Yeah. And that, I think, will then, I don't know if it'll go counter to what it was expected to do, but, uh, yeah, I believe that once it's used, people are going to use it a lot. And you know, and it will create a, a stir. Well, I'm going to say yes, also, but be, for a different reason, and that is, I think people want to use it as to make themselves famous. We saw Kasuf last year. I think we're going to see more of that type of thing this year, and I think people will see that as a way to get under somebody's skin and and create a little publicity for themselves. Uh, Matt Parvis says he doesn't think it's going to be a big controversy. He said that there will be players always bitching that the clock was called too soon. But he thought he thinks it'll be minor. Uh, Frank Optoward said uh, that he said because of the experience in the uh, Aussie Millions Poker Stars Championship and some of that had a very strict cl uh, uh, shot clock and that it went over very well. Most of the players seemed to really like it quite a bit. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I think a large majority, 94, 95, 96 percent of poker players are going to be extremely happy with this rule. But, uh, you know. Uh, there's always a couple of people in the group that will abuse the clock rule and everything else. I mean, you know, we wouldn't have this issue if we didn't have people like Kasuf and some of the other ones who are, you know, Hollywooding for for the cameras or for whatever for whatever the reason. Uh, you know, maybe outside of just getting under your skin. So I think there's a great rule, but yeah, I think. The first time it's used extensively, Dave, we're, we're going to be hearing a lot about it. Uh, Martin Harris says there'll be some awkwardness. There'll be some adjusting early on. No big controversies until the main event. He said around, coming around day five, he's going to see something. Uh, Sarah Herring had an interesting comment where she said, uh, uh, anytime there's something new or different, people have a tendency to react with outrage. Uh, yeah. She said there will be some drama just early on, and things will calm down after that. Just for you know, just we don't have to go that far back. Uh, what was it? Uh, the uh, no headphones, no right. hoodies, no yeah, nothing. Exactly. Mo Nuara says, "I'll set the over under at three and a half days." Poker players and humans in general don't take too kindly to change. So as soon as this one ends up not in their favor, they'll erupt. Yep. So a good point there. Uh, the fellow named Maldonado. What was his first name here? I'm not sure. Uh, uh, oh, Pamela Maldonado, uh, the uh, editor. Uh, she says, uh, the opening flights of the Colossus, you'll see something. <laughs> With thousands of people spread across six opening flights, someone will get antsy and pull the trigger, and there'll be controversy. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll both go with yes and that, and that's not really a deciding factor. But who will win the $50,000 Poker Players Championship? And secondly, the $111,111 one-drop high roller. Give me two winners there for the uh, the PPC and the... 
High well, roller. Being that we're not doing the fantasy this year, and he's always been my number one guy, <laughs> I, I'm going to go that he's going to win at least the bracelet this year after just falling shy of winning three last year, Jason. Okay, for which one? For the, uh, the Poker the Players one. Championship? Yeah. And he's been playing a lot more mixed games, I know, so that is a, a good point there. Uh, here's some of the other predictions. Uh, Felipe Ramos uh, to win the uh, the 50000 and Stefan Sondheimer. That from, from, comes from Frank Optoward. Uh, Matt Parvis says Nick Petrangelo for the high roller and Michael Mizraki for the 50K. Uh, Justin Bonomo uh, is uh, on, the, on the thoughts of a couple of other people. Uh, Sarah Herring picks Fedor Holtz for the high roller and Brian Rass for the 50K. Uh, Martin Harris says uh, Rob Mizraki for the PPC, Connor Drynan for the high roller. And uh, Stephen Chidwick uh, is the choice of Mo Nuara, Bryn Kenny for uh, the high roller. So uh, now, do we know the field that's in for the we don't. for the big drop? No, we don't. So that's just a, a guess. So who's who's your who's your big drop winner? Because I'm trying to, re- I, I'd like to pick one of the the Mizoraki brothers to do this. I'm not even sure if it's going to be the grinder. I think I'd I'd like to go with Rob. Going to go with Rob for the one drop. I think you'll probably play that. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Fader Holtz for the uh, one drop. And I'm going to go with Negranu for Poker Players Championship. Something a little bit different. Uh, That's there. who I was thinking of going for the other one, uh, the one drop. Okay. Um, another question that's uh, really hard to come up with, but uh, what is this going to be the year of? You know, we saw the year of the Brits, uh, the year of uh, uh, other different uh tables um, and uh, setups here. Uh, Mo Nuara says he thinks it'll be the year of the fist fight. <laughs> he thinks somebody's finally going to throw punches? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Pam Maldonado says the year of the online qualifier. Uh, let's see. Martin uh, uh, Harris says simply the year of the main event with the jettisoning of, jettisoning of the uh, November 9th. I'd, of, of all of those, I'd have to go with that one as uh, as as what it's going to be known as. And you know what? It could also be known as the year that ever since the the main event has grown to the numbers that it has, that yeah. we might have a a true professional, uh, a big name professional. Let's not just say professional. There's a lot of professional poker players out there, but. Uh, household name in poker taking down the main event. If you want to look at uh, geographically, uh, Frank Optoward says this might be the year of the Brazilians. Well, pretty interesting. Uh, which under-the-radar player will have a huge breakout summer? And uh, I guess if it's under the radar, we probably won't uh, uh, have heard of a lot of these people. So uh, one of the interesting choices is Jim Javancic, who is a, a mixed-game aficionado who uh, is uh, very big on the... Uh, World World Series of Poker circuit, so uh, we'll see what well, happens. Well, here's here's one. How about Maurice Hawkins? That's who. Yeah, you read my mind, brother. You read my mind. Okay. That's where I was gonna go. And how many players will enter the main event, up or down from last year? What was the number last year? Last year was sixty-six hundred. Six no, sixty-seven thirty-seven. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over as well. So this is not gonna be much of a competition. <laughs> but I think I think poker's on the increase. Uh, went up by 300 last year. Um, Brett Collison says he thinks it's going to hold steady, uh, as does Sarah Herring. Um, both Martin Harris and Matt Parvis pick over 7,000. So uh, Molnuara says it'll inch up slightly. And uh, I think we're going to be very close to 7,000 would be my guess. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it went just over it. Right. So we'll see. Uh, and who will win uh, the WSOP Player of the Year? Oh, that's <laughs> that's a great question. Uh, I don't know. I, I, do you have an idea there? Well, uh, Justin Bonomo was the pick of two of our experts here, Martin Harris and Brett Collison. Uh, you know, he's off to a good start in this uh, tournament here and playing very well. So uh, I think that's a pretty good, interesting choice. Uh, Matt Parvis picks Phil Helmuth. Phil becoming, making that. And we... <laughs> I would have loved to have picked uh, Phil Ivey, but I don't think he's coming in other than for the main event, right? I mean, he's been missing it the last few yeah, years. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure how much he's going to play. Anyway, uh, we'll keep a look at some of those. I'll keep these written down, and we'll uh, take a look uh, earlier. Year. You got a player of the year who are you going to go with? I'm going to go with Bonomo. 
I don't know. Like I said, since I think since I think this is going to be the year of a household name, I'm going to go with Daniel. Maybe winning. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll write that down. We'll see how we do, and we'll uh, keep track of that. Anyway, we're coming up toward the end of the program, and uh, uh, we don't have a lot of information on that final table just getting underway out at the Super High Roller Bowl. You can always check it out on Poker Go. We invite you to pick up that uh, app if you're interested in watching some of these things. They're going to have a lot of great coverage later in the summer on the World Series main event and uh, final table there today on the Super High Roller and several other events along the way. There's some great uh, material there. Matt Berkey has a series on there called Dead Money which is uh, pretty interesting. I watched the first couple episodes, and it's very entertaining. And there's a lot of other great stuff, including tournaments from the past, uh, Poker After Dark, and some of the other big shows from past uh, are carried on there. So you can get all that stuff on demand on the app, and I would suggest it very highly. Anyway, we'll keep an eye, and we'll look for all these things as we follow things down. Uh, uh, you going to go out there this summer at all? No, I can't make it, not with the yeah, job. Working, uh, but next, but I, I'm telling you, next year I will be out there Hopefully for the employees thing, and and I got I'm trying to see uh, the senior event and see how long it takes, but that's that's what I'm that targeting next for next year. Okay. Uh, thanks for being with us on the show, Gio. Thanks for all your work as uh, usual, and Joe, thanks for uh, your contributions to the program. We'll keep an eye on your predictions here as well, and we'll follow uh, what goes on. It's underway out in Vegas for the next seven weeks, and we'll be following it all for you here on Poker Action Line. Thanks for being with us. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies.